And now, Hollywood Prospectus. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hold your applause. Shia. Hello and welcome back to Grantland Podcast. I am joined by NBA champion Harrison Barnes, an avid Game of Thrones watcher. Those were the two reasons we were dying to have you on the show, man. Perfect, perfect. How you doing? You feeling good? You like tired, running around a lot? Uh, I'm not doing too bad, man. A little yeah? tired, but still, still riding the high. So Cleveland to Vegas. Did you do the Vegas trip? Cleveland to Oakland. To Cleveland to Oakland. Had the parade and then went to Vegas. Okay, and that was a David Lee production. He pay, I heard he paid for that whole thing for you guys. Yeah, he, he's a great party promoter if he wants to do that post-career. <laughs> yeah, I saw some <laughs> of the pictures. Um, I, we were just talking about before the podcast started, but like the idea of it setting in and like, do you think that – is it just something where you're going to be so busy that maybe it's never going to be like until years later you're going to realize what an accomplishment it was? Or do you feel like you'll, you, you can feel it sort of starting to dawn on you that you're an NBA champion? It's starting to dawn, you know, when you when you first, you know, do it, you know, on the court, you know, it's like, wow, you know, you're still kind of you know in game mode. And then you go to the parade, you're like, oh, my gosh, so much love. Like, everyone's coming out. I see what it's doing for the community. But, you know, kind of like every single day, you're kind of like, wow, you know, it's really starting to set in. Like, wow, you're a champion. Like, yeah, you've reached that, you know, you reached that high point. Like, this is what it feels like. And uh, it never gets old. So I was curious about this. What do you think the difference is between winning on an opposing court to your home court? Because it was like watching it on on t- TV, we were like, there it was like cool, but it was very anticlimactic. Because obviously the Cleveland fans are devastated. Is it? Is it? Do you think there's like a different vibe if you're like you know you're far away from your home your home team and your your home city rather, and like you're in Cleveland? For sure. I mean, just because you know we're you know we're on stage, we're celebrating, and you know the commissioner's you know doing his speech and. <laughs> At the back of your, at the back of your ear, you're still hearing some booze. Yeah. Like you're like, wow, you know, why is this? It's why is this still years. happening? Why like, yeah, we, we just won the season's over. Yeah, like, yeah. You guys don't need to still boo. I mean, just you know. And I think you know if you would have done it at home, obviously there's more pressure to close yeah. out at home. You know, you feel that, but you know, it would have been it would have been a great experience to celebrate that with you know your home fans who are there, and yeah. you guys can you know all do it together. So. uh NBA Finals, very important. NBA Playoffs, very important. But they happen to coincide with a very important part of the year for you, which is Game of Thrones season. Yes. So what's laid out for me? Are you making time on Sundays to make sure you're watching? Are you catching up on HBO Go like after the fact? Like how, like how? Avoiding spoilers by being on Twitter? Like, lay it out for me. Well, it was good because, you know, I was off. I wasn't like on social media as much as you know I, I usually am in the offseason. Right. So you know I was kind of off there, so I was avoided all the spoilers. And you know every time new HBO go, you know I'd be on my app and I'd be watching. It was it was a good it was a good balance. You know, good game, bad game, whatever it was. You know, Game of Thrones was there to kind of you know console me, put my mind in the right yeah. place. And uh, it was it was good to just kind of see how the episodes were. I mean, it's getting crazy and crazy every week. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is nuts. You know, we're just advancing the playoffs <laughs> yeah. too. So I'm like, man, this is just the best of both worlds. So, dude, the, the second to last episode of the season with the huge battle scene, uh, the hard home episode. You know, yeah. I think we're second or third to last episode. Um, that episode's very like like kind of down and quiet for a while and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden was that something that you saw coming at all because that's not that's not exactly the way it is in the books and how exciting was that when you saw that that battle scene i mean it was it was nuts yeah i mean i, I didn't i didn't think it was going to be like that because you know one thing with game of thrones is, is usually you know it's usually that great that great episode and then the finale is like it just drops yeah it's you know like, it's always just, like wow yeah. this finale is so anticlimactic every see i mean it was like three seasons in a row i was like man this is just ridiculous yeah so i'm like wow this is like two episodes from the end so i'm like wow we got we still got two more episodes this is crazy <laughs> yeah i thought it was just a great scene and uh yeah i think that's what we needed i mean i don't think we've seen that in 
a long time. Yeah, there hasn't been a well. They had the Blackwater battle a couple of seasons ago, but that's been yeah. a, that's been a minute. Um, so where are you at with the Jon Snow stuff? Are you feeling? Uh, we should say to anybody who's listening, if you are not up to date on Game of Thrones and you just came here for Harrison Barnes, we are talking a little bit spoiler <laughs> stuff here. But where are you at emotionally? How do you feel? Do you feel like he's coming back? What do you, how are you doing with that? So my biggest thing is all my favorite characters from the Stark lineage have just died. You know, yeah. big Ned Stark fan. Yeah. Gets chopped off. I'm like, wow, just devastated, <laughs> yeah. right? So then, um, so then you get to Rob. I, I go to Rob, right? <laughs> Big Rob. Oh man, Rob can take the North. Oh, oh whoa. Okay, he's gone too. Yeah. So I'm like, John, man, he's just really seeming like you know the guy that's just gonna you know he's gonna bring peace back. And I'm like, you know what? They're paying him to be too much of a hero. Yeah. You know he you know he gets stabbed. And my personal theory is, I don't know if you watch House of Cards. Yes. So remember after the last season, Doug is found outside, right? They had that that quick shot. And you're like, wow, Doug is dead. Yeah. But you knew he wasn't dead, man, because if you notice throughout the summer, I watch the show a lot, like he's still doing Q&As for the show and he's still involved. I'm like, wow, that's really odd. You know, why is Doug still doing? He's dead, right? (laughs) And then he comes back. So I think John's going to come back, man. I think it's got to do with the Lord of Light. It's sort of like, I compare Jon Snow's situation to Dwayne Wade's situation. Like where he's got... (laughs) He's got to say he's got to say the certain right things, you know, to like leverage the situation. But like everybody knows he's going back to the heat. Right. Like and it's like Kit Harrington's out there being like, I'm dead. I'm off the show, man. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, I really just think that they wouldn't have shown Melisandre there at the end like that if if he wasn't like maybe she was going to work some magic on him. You know what I mean? I agree. I mean, uh, who's the biggest Game of Thrones buddy? Like who's the guy on the team that you can talk to the most deeply about the show? David Lee. Okay. Every single week. Uh, he's, oh, did you watch it? I'm like, oh, no, I didn't watch it. I got to watch it tonight. I'm like, oh, did you see last night? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, you know, we always watch it um, and always text back and forth when it's going on. So, And have you tried to indoctrinate any of like, the younger guys or any of the other vets into it? Like, do you try to get McAdoo into it? Did you try to get, like, or you try to talk Barboza into it at all? Or I try to talk some of the guys into it. Sometimes it's just, it's not their stilo. You know, yeah. I ask them, you know, do you like Lord of the Rings? That's kind of like a, a good segue to kind of be like, you know, is that your type of movie? Uh, no, nah, not really. Okay, you're not going to like this. Okay. You know, but some of the guys, I think Fest is starting to come around a little bit to it. So how, how deep does your fandom go? Like, would you consider summer vacation to Croatia to see, like, the sets? Or is it like you're just cool with it being on TV? Well, the luxury of that is that Andrew Bogut uh, goes to Croatia during the summer. Does he? So, yeah. If I, if I did ever want to go out there, uh, I'd, have a, I'd have a tour guide and That's somebody nice. that knows the ropes. But I would definitely love to. Um, Love to go out and check out some of those some of those sets because I mean it's ridiculous. I don't yeah. know what their budget is, but it's got to be just through the roof. No, it's like I think it's the most expensive show. Ever, <laughs> yeah. for sure. I, they, it was lost for a while, but now I think it's definitely the most. So uh, summer projects. What's what's on the TV schedule for you this summer? Like anything you've missed that you want to catch up on? Any stuff that like you're like I you you bookmarked like I want to get to that this summer. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad, you know, uh, Breaking Bad is my favorite show of all time. Okay. And I kind of, you know, Game of Thrones is kind of just taking all my attention. I didn't spend any time with Better Call Saul. It gets really good. Yeah, so I have to I have to start that one. And now they're talking about, there's been rumors about some of the Breaking Bad characters starting to show up in the next couple of seasons for that. So. Oh, man. Yeah. So I, I got to get that one. Um, True Detective. I mean, that's... Okay. Loved the first season. Thought yeah. Matthew McConaughey was fantastic. And him and Woody Harrelson were great. They're coming back as producers now. So that's another one um, that's on the list. Let me think. What else? Silicon Valley just went off. Great. You like Veep? I haven't seen Veep. Veep's pretty funny. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, we got the TV stuff down. So what else? Like, when does work start again for you? Like, August? When, when do you guys kind of start to reconvene? Uh, I mean, workouts for me will start um, early to mid-July. Okay. But we don't have to, as a team, we won't be together again until September 4th, September 5th. So around that time. That must be kind of interesting because, I mean, you guys obviously had the incredible chemistry. But, you know, if you play in the finals, you play the game six of the finals, you played about 100 games with each other not more <laughs> get a little tired of each other i imagine it's nice to get a break just to like reboot a little bit uh you know i i thought it would be that way you know mm-hmm. I, I imagine because you know you always see these playoff teams i'm like man you know i'm sure when these guys go to the final i'm sure they're probably like man, i just want to get away from my yeah. teammates but uh you know you miss it a little bit yeah i mean just that you know that camaraderie every single day coming in like you know our team is you know super loose so it's non-stop jokes it's non-stop laughs so uh, you do miss it. Uh, when I, I am, I am a Philadelphian, and I and I have only vague re- recollections of us winning any championships. <laughs> but when we have, I remember that in the summer after or the winter after, if it's baseball, the players wind up getting like you know, you, it's like it's it's Darren Dalton opening a Toyota dealership out on the main line. You know what I mean? So what's the fu- like? What's the weirdest request you've gotten so far for an appearance like as like NBA champion Harrison Barnes? Like what, what is the, the the one that you've just been like, I can't do that, man. Who um, I haven't I haven't gotten too many crazy ones yet. Okay. I think they're gonna probably this next month. I think there might be some wild ones. Um, but you know it's it's been it's been a high. I yeah, mean, there's just been so many. I mean, so many requests to do all these different things, whether it's charity games, whether it's softball games, whether it's galas, whether it's all this type of stuff. So it's been it's been great. Okay, man. Well, thanks thanks so much for coming by and and congratulations on all the success. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Jody Avergan from 538 here to tell you about our new podcast called What's the Point? The show focuses on how big data is changing our lives and features interviews like this one from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, By the way, we've been into big data from the beginning, long before anyone even knew the term big data. We have the universe we're measuring here. (laughs) Check it out. That's What's the Point on iTunes and at 538.com right now.